This is the Smarts and Stripes Podcast. We cover every bump, every spot, and chat with all the talent around the world of wrestling. Here's your host, Bill Matz, former WWE referee Kevin Keenan, and Eric Golden. Hello, everyone, and welcome to yet another episode of Smarts and Stripes. My name is Bill Matz, and I am joined by the turtle himself, Eric Golden. How are you today? Stunned and in awe by the recent moves of WWE. Yeah, I really thought we were going to be doing like kind of a uh, a rap show here and li- like just setting up, leading into Extreme Rules, coming out of stomping grounds. Um, thought we were going to be talking about storylines and stuff. Well, we but, kind of are, just yeah, differently we are. Now. But we got to lead it off with the news I read right before I left the house today. Eric Bischoff and Paul Heyman back in the fold, back in the fold as executives. They're going to be executive directors of Raw and SmackDown. Paul Heyman taking over Monday Night Raw. Eric Bischoff is going to be the head of SmackDown, and he's going to be working directly with Fox when they move over there in October. There is a lot here. Uh, First of all, you have to be excited. Oh, thrilled. You have to be excited about the possibilities. Everybody knows the creative uh, genius of Paul Heyman. Absolutely. Uh, he's had his ups and downs with the company. But this all gets to something we're going to get to later in the show. Man, they're feeling AEW. They're oh, they're feeling, absolutely. First, they're feeling their fans' apathy. They are feeling the bad ratings. They are feeling the piss-poor attendance. They are feeling it all. And... To their credit, they're at least trying something. This isn't just, well, we're going to keep seeing. This is what works. We're going to keep doing it. Paul Heyman, the fact that Vince McMahon is willing to work with Paul Heyman, a man that he's, like, thrown out of the building multiple times. Legitimately and on TV. Yeah, let's start there. Heyman with Raw, what are your thoughts? Well, I've been reading about it a lot today, and I've been reading that he's been helping with the Alexa Bliss segments and obviously Brock Lesnar and... I love Alexa. Let's. I, I'm, I'm a huge, a, I'm a huge Alexa Mark. And obviously, he did a lot with Ronda Rousey, who made her into a pretty respectable on mic performer because she was always considering a fine... how bad she was. Yeah, they at least uh, her promos were well written. I can't say that she delivered them well, but it just it. I just hope, and I hope what I read is true. I just hope that Vince is finally understanding that XFL is coming soon and. He already said he wants to take a huge role in that, and he's finally saying, all right, here are these two guys, Paul Heyman in particular, so talking about Raw, that know the business well, that are legitimate Hall of Famers, whatever you want to call them, that are experts in their field, and he's just giving them control. That's something I am excited about is he's not bringing in network executives. He's bringing in wrestling people. Now... You can say what you want about Bischoff because he does do things. And that's something I found interesting with how he's going to be involved with SmackDown. Fox is going to be involved. Oh, yeah. it's, it's going to be like a television show more so than a lot of the ways wrestling on TV is portrayed. And Eric Bischoff has intimate knowledge of that setup. When Absolutely. he was working, when he was running WCW, that's how WCW was run. It was through Turner Media. It was a television show on their station. And it was entertaining. And it was, uh, he did a damn good job for a little while. Um, this, it's just, it's crazy to think it had to get to this point. But. We saw it in the past. We saw it during the Monday Night Wars. It had to get 
we might lose everything yeah. before Vince was willing to go, oh, you know what, a uh, tax collector and a dentist might not be our best heels. I mean, you, did you see the pictures of Stomping Ground? Like, empty. what was blacked out? Like, it was not only audibly empty, there was no reaction to anything. It was visually empty. Do you think this... Uh Let's again. Let's just go with Heyman here because we know Heyman more on the creative side. Mm-hmm. Do you think this changes things? I think it changes things to a point. I'm not going to say it's going to change everything and it's going to be the old product that we love and and we've grown up with, but it changes things enough to see an impact. I don't know what it's going to be. I don't know who Heyman likes and who Heyman dislikes and what. Like we just can't have another. Six months of the same matches over and over again. Oh, that's and that was the thing I wanted to get to with com- uh, stomping grounds and setting up extreme rules. So we're just running it back. Essentially, we're, we're the Sixers. We're just like, oh, just we're run. gonna add Samoa Joe, and that's it. And we're gonna we're gonna go for like, I, I, and I am excited at the possibilities of this. And it's two guys. Bishop or Heyman works for the company, but it's two guys with enough of an outside perspective who see what is wrong with the product. Because we can sit here on this show week after week and just go, give me stories, give me characters. And they can just go, oh, you know what? We're going to give you two out of three falls matches. What the hell is up with all these two out of three falls matches? (laughs) It seems that it's something so they don't have wrestling during commercials. But I don't care anymore about a two or three out of falls match. Especially a generic random one. I honestly, if they were to tell me all of our TV matches are going to be two out of three falls... And then we're going to set up pay-per-views as, oh, well, those are sudden death. Those, like, there's something to do it. But it just seems so random that we're suddenly just Shane McMahon's going to go, this is a two out of three falls match. Oh, and so's that one over there, too. Like, they're just going to throw even, them at, like, yeah. explain it to me like I'm an idiot. I'll even Tell give me it to this Shane. is what we're doing. If Shane does it in his stuff with McIntyre and with Corbin and... Whatever Shane's involved with with him and the whole Roman Reigns nonsense, I'll give you that. Oh, I just lost. You know what? Bleep that. It's a two out of three falls yeah. match. I didn't lose. Just, That's fine. Like, if but him were, just going, well, this was two. Explain it in literally any way. Like, it, set up a story. Just say this is going to be a fr- Like, literally just tell me why. I don't care what the reason is. Yeah, just don't the do reason, it. You could come on TV and say the reason is Vince McMahon woke up this morning and he likes two out of three falls matches. And that would at least be a damn explanation. Yeah, instead like, of just, uh, here's one, here's one, here's yeah, one, here's one, here's one. accept it. But let's get back to this. Um, just this, this idea that WWE is feeling something. Maybe it's just a coincidence that AEW is right around the corner. You know, they're having their pay-per-views. The uh, the TV on TNT is going to start Wednesday, in the fall. Dynamite or whatever. Yeah, it's going to start in the fall. Um, but it just does, it seems like too much that they're doing all of this to be a coincidence. Uh, of course, this Saturday we have Fighter Fest. It's going to be streaming live on Bleacher Report. That's a pretty big deal. Saturday, July thirteenth, however, the night before Extreme Rules, right here in Philly. There's going to be a uh, there's going to be another AEW event. It's fight of fight for the fallen, and it's like a it's going to be sounds a, like a Transformers it's a, movie. It's, yeah, it does sound like a Transformers movie. It's some sort of charity event. 
But it's going to run the same night as Evolve's 10th anniversary show, which will be right here in Philly the night before Extreme Rules at the 2300. And WWE decided, we're going to put Evolve's 10th anniversary show on the network. Now, they've been like setting up, they've had this working relationship yep. with Evolve. Uh, they take a lot of, uh, they have a talent share thing with Gabe Sapolsky, and they've been going back and forth on different ways to promote Evolve. NXT guys are on there all the time. Now they're just going to put it on the network opposing AEW. Damn right. Again, you could say this is a coincidence. Oh, it's absolutely but it not. But it is not. But it's absolutely what it, they should do. I, I have no problem with it, but it does. It stokes the fire a little. Sure. It absolutely stokes the fire. And it's now a question of how many of the people who have the network, like you and I, who are interested in AEW, are going to spend the money again. It's now going to be about let's see if people are willing to spend the exactly. money if there's some sort of alternative. Because we know you already have the network. That's yeah. no matter how much you can, oh no, AEW, we know you got the network, man. You're mm -hmm. a wrestling fan. This is where all the wrestling ever yeah. lives. Like, it'd be dumb not to. It's the Netflix of wrestling. It's every match from my childhood. It's every novelty show they put on. It's every everything. Absolutely, I have it. But couple this with the Seth Rollins stuff. Love it. I love, love it. it. I love it for a bit. I, I, first of all, I just don't think, like, Will Ospreay, just not my cup of tea. Who? Just, just not. I, he puts on interesting athletic matches, but... I, it's it's not my thing. It's a, it's a spot fest. Great. You could do a, a thousand flips. That's awesome. Yeah. I but just, can you tell a story? Can you be entertaining? Yeah. And Seth falls into that sometimes. He can tell a story. He gets a little ahead of him. He gets a little crazy with the spots at times. Oh, of but course. Seth, I do believe, uh, right now probably is the best. And there is something to being the guy in WWE. It's not just about the platform, but the platform does matter. But there is something to the WWE schedule. No one else runs like a W, like the top guy in WWE. Correct. And does, I, does he need to say it though? See, wh when this all started, and actually Jericho kind of broke the fourth wall, so to speak, the other day when he told people he was just kind of kidding around, and he still likes WWE and all that kind of stuff. When this all started, I'm all for it. I'm all for people saying, I'm the best, our company's the best, I don't give a crap what you think, this is how it's going to work. And that's great. Like, please talk it up. We work here at WIP. I'm very proud to work at WIP. In my mind, WIP is the best, period. You don't have to agree with me, but that's my mind, that's my opinion. And I will shout it from the rooftops if I have to. So let them talk back and forth. It's fine I, I have me. no problem with it. But I do, like, part of me thinks... Seth knows that when he gets into it with someone else, whether it be a Will Ospreay or whoever, some, something about AEW, whatever, Seth has the platform of top guy in yep. WWE. And part of me thinks, as just one of the boys, Seth knows it's good to give spotlight to the other guys, even though it's too. not great for WWE, even though it's not great for Vince McMahon, because it doesn't matter to WWE. I think Seth knows that it's good for everybody if they get a bit of a spotlight and uh, underground guys, whatever, guys from other promotions, whether it's AEW or somewhere else, I think Seth, in the back of his mind, 
is kind of doing this for all the boys. Whether it's starting Twitter beef and making a fool of himself or he thinks he's sticking up for his company. I he think there's is. something. I, I think there, it, it's, it's multiple levels here. Well, because like you wrote in our outline, it's good because, listen, I've heard of Will Ospreay. I'm not going to pretend I haven't. I was joking earlier when I said who. But I haven't seen his matches more than just a few highlights on YouTube or Twitter. But this made me want to go look at his matches. Like, all right, dude, you tell me you're the best. Let me go see why you're the best. That's good. That's great for the wrestling industry. Yeah. Competition is good or great for any industry. And that's if one person looks up anyone and on YouTube and is becomes a fan of them and finds the promotion they're in and then goes on and like that's how that's how I discovered Ring of Honor fi- like because of CM Punk. That yeah. his name got big and uh, he was a big free agent. I went back and watched those matches with Samoa Joe. Boom, I was a Ring of Honor fan at 16 years old. Like that's how it happened. Exactly. And that's what I hope. Like, part of me thinks Seth is just kind of like, I'm the top guy in WWE and I'm going to swing that around. And part of me thinks he knows that this is good for everybody. There being competition yep. is good for everybody. And if he has to play the heel on the internet to make. The, to build the competition up, I think he's willing to do that, and I think that's a great business move for all the boys. So Osprey retweeted a picture the other day, too, while this was going on, and this is just per the guy who tweeted it to him. So this isn't definitely true, but it's interesting, and it's possible. Evidently, Seth was at a blank show, whatever it was, hiding behind like the oh, backstage yeah, area, we, yeah, we know looking he does that. at a Osprey-Ricochet match Yeah, as Seth happens to congratulate Ricochet, and then he's fighting with Osprey. He's like, oh, I'm watching the match. He was there. I didn't know he was there. But that's great. Like, So he could be friends with these guys. Who the hell knows? And that's, It's I, still great for the business. And that's we. I remember the stories back in the day of um, uh, Bischoff tells him on his podcast, like, they all live in the same places, like yeah. whether it's Atlanta or Florida. Like, they're all coming out of the same hubs. They run into each other at airports all the time. Yes, WWF and WCW, the companies are locked in this battle. But the boys are the boys. They've all worked in both and know each other. And while it is, hey, I'm fighting for my livelihood, they are still friends. And they, like... It, it tra- it's not li- it's just like sports, man. Like we're watching the Mets and the Phillies, and they play against each other. But they know each but other. But some of these guys go out to dinner. Like, well, <clears throat> just talk about our business that we're in now. Yeah, our our midday show is comprised of somebody that came from our former competition. That's how it works. Yeah. And now I'm sure he's got friends where he used to work. I'm sure he's got friends where he works now. We run into these people. It's not, we see these people yeah, all the time. We go to events. We cover the same exactly. thing. Exactly. We see these people. We're not enemies. And I think that's kind of the case here. Absolutely. Uh, I, I we think, all want to win. We all want to make sure our product is a number one. But we do run into these people, and we are social and sometimes friends with yeah, these people. Yeah, and I think there, I think there are two sides to uh, I think that by giving yeah, them enough. by giving them any sort of shine, it's good for the business, and what's good for the business is good for everybody. At the end of the day, the more wrestling Seth fans there, are, yeah, or whether Seth is in AEW or the Seth is in Ring of Honor, wherever he is, Seth wants those fans to support him and those companies. But this is like whether it's oh man, Vince is feeling it. He's bringing in. I'm not going to say they're in direct competition with ECW. No, but at, at some any point, point they, but, but they were still competition. Two guys who ran the only two companies that have ever been close to what he was, 
and he is now they are not characters. That's the thing is Bischoff before when he was back only an on-screen character. Yep. He is now running SmackDown, which just yeah. signed a billion dollar deal. And in theory, he could be a character again in oh, some sure. Point. And I'm sure he will be like because Brock, that's what like happens. Brock and Paul will still be connected at yeah. some point. But Paul is now directing what he does. That's and that's the thing. Like Paul comes in and he's just Brock's guy, and that's it. And little by little, gets some creative influence because that's what Paul does. And listen, yes, he can be a real pain. We all know. Like we've all heard what he is to work with, and it can suck. But you can't argue that when he was running SmackDown, SmackDown was objectively awesome. To use to we, reference, we the wanted Phillies a again. better product. Yeah. We wanted a better show. We wanted a more entertaining show. All I we know can Paul ask Heyman for, can deliver that. That's one. And all we can ask for is change. Yeah. So seemingly, and obviously everybody reports to Vince, just like of course. everybody here reports to David Field, who was our uber top-of-the-line boss. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that David Field is telling me in particularly what to do on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. No, I he come in, he trusts me to do my job. Yeah. He doesn't schedule smarts and stripes. He doesn't tell me exactly how to do my job. He trusts that we all, you, me, every one of our hosts on the air, to do their job. And that's the making of a great boss. Yeah. And I'm I'm really I really hope that he Vince is starting to get it. And I think with the XFL, because that is pun intended, the X factor here. Yeah. If he's going to be so involved, this is what happened last time. He was stretched so thin with the XFL, mm-hmm. that, and then they, they were getting WWE Studios off the ground at that time. It was just so many things. The wrestling product suffered. And he can't been, let that happen And he's again. been noted to say he wants a big role in the XFL again. Yeah, and that's fine. If you really think that this is something that you can get going, cool, but let Paul and Eric do their thing. And... That's what I want to get to now is the product. You know what the worst part of Stomp... And I've said this before. You know what the worst part of Stomping Grounds was? Hmm. It was a good show. It was yeah. a good, enjoyable wrestling pay-per-view. I shockingly... It was a wrestling show. I shockingly even liked Corbin Seth. Yeah! It Corbin wasn't bad. Seth was the worst, that's one of the worst parts about Corbin is he's in this spot that he just can't be in right now because he's good. Yeah. He's not great. But he's good. That's I. I can't. Um, it might have been Jericho talking about Samoa Joe. Just flip him and Corbin. If you yeah. just flip, if Corbin is doing what he does with the U.S. title, yep. and Samoa Joe is this dick heel uh, at the top of the card, we have a good wrestling show. Who wouldn't want to see Seth Rollins Samoa yeah. Joe? I know I do. Because it's not more of the same. That's Joe Ricochet sim- was awesome. It was, <laughs> and that's a simple fact. It's not more of the same. Yeah. I don't need to see Baron Corbin wrestle Seth Rollins again, again and again and no, again and again it. and again. And listen, I get that these things build up storylines. I get that you have to have three, four, five, even ten matches to make a storyline good, to make a major payoff happen. But this is probably like the 25th time in the last year and a half that Baron Corbin's been going for the damn Universal title with Seth Rollins involved. Like, just uh, stop. Yeah, these two, and it's just, it's just, and they had a good match. I'm not, yes. like, that's, they had a good, how long did they go? Where's that match? 1825, it was good. It didn't even, I love I'm matches. I'm not going to tell you they tore the house down. No. But it was good. But I love matches. Here's the thing. I don't like the Iron Man matches because they make me anticipate a long, drawn-out thing. 
I like a match that's even if it goes sixty, even if it that's, goes. 90, I, I want a long match that's but, just a long match. And it doesn't I don't feel need two like out a of three. Match. I don't need 30, 60 minutes. Let, let them just go. Don't tell me that oh, this is a sixty minute Iron yeah. Man match, and now I'm going to see twelve rest stops. Yeah. throughout the entire match, like no, just let them go. It didn't feel like eighteen minutes to me. It felt like an exciting. Wow, what's happening next? I can't know what's going on. I am in the process. Uh, we're, uh, we'll, we'll have some sort of Extreme Rules presence. Uh, it's here. We do this. We're, I'm going to be there at least. I don't know what you're playing plan as, Turtle. I plan to be there. Yeah. We'll, we'll figure it out but for sure. This mixed tag match for the, for the uh, Raw and women's <sighs> title and the universe, it's, so it's Seth and it's his girlfriend. They're making sure to let us know they're dating, Becky Lynch. Uh, and they're putting both their titles on the line. In a winner-take-all match. In a winner-take-all match. Mixed tag against Ugh. Lacey again, who's lost qu- clean twice in a row. Yes. And Baron Corbin. Turtle, I don't want to crap all over the product. But, but this match easy. is going to get booed out of the building. Yes. This is going to be Roman Reigns at the Rumble all over again. Yes. Like, Wait. I don't agree with CM Punk chants just because, like, listen, CM Punk is one of my favorites of all time. But he's gone. But he quit. It's over. He quit, and he hates us. It's over. And he said that on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Like, people have been kept bothering about wrestling. It's like, dude, then stop freaking watching wrestling if you think it sucks. Yeah. He, he quit, and he hates us. It's over. But there are going to be CM Punk chants, and I'm not even going to boo those as I always do. It, this is going to get... Booed out of the building. It's a, so many factors to this match. Aside from the who same won the King of the Ring '95 here when ECW was taken oh, off. It um, was um, the, oh, God damn it. Shoot, I can't think. Let uh, me. We'll think. We'll figure it out. Yeah, as we Viscera. Go. But, whoever the, the, Viscera was. But there is so many factors to why this is a bad idea. One major one being it's Baron Corbin, Seth Rollins again. It's Lacey Evans, Becky Lynch. That's uh, the, the Lacey thing. She's not ready. She's just not ready. And she's lost clean twice in a row. What is the point of this? There is no point There's of it. There's no story here. It was to the she point lost. at stopping grounds where you literally have to hear your Becky say, come closer. Yeah, that was. The one, whatever spot she did early on, which was going, Becky was going off the top and Lacey was just so far back. And you back. heard her call a reversal on a, that, and there was a one. I, and listen, it's I just, have, I have she's patience. She's not ready. I have patience for Lacey. I don't think she's that bad, but her, why? We have so many women. There are so many good women. Like. Because Vince gets it in his mind that. The champion or the main challenger has to look and act and be a certain way, and she fits all those boxes. She does. It's just true. Lacey Evans is going to be a great performer, I think, in in the ring. Out of the ring, she's outstanding. She is that's solid the on is, the mic. Her gimmick is unbelievable. That's the issue here is uh, whatever you feel about Corbin and whatever you feel about Lacey, they can talk. Yes, and that, at the end of the day, they want that. They Her want you to, and they they want to heal. Amazing. Yeah, they want the heel to be able to cut that promo and make you hate them, so that the face can beat them. And I understand that from a booking perspective. But just, just pick but somebody. But we're spinning new, our please. wheels here, man. This is another. We're and not to mention just the idea of a mixed tag match with the with two singles titles on the line. Is some Vince Russo and WCW nonsense. Yep. Like, just the match format itself sucks. 
And then you put the story in. Oh, well, yeah, this is these people that keep losing clean. Like, they don't belong. It's just dumb. It's like, I'm glad Samoa Joe's getting a shot now with but, Kofi. But that's, that's just awesome. as dumb. But, yeah, he loses the United States title. Decides to attack the champion. Oh, here and you go, total th- shot. Now that's just how you get your title. Because Ziggler did it. Yep. Gets his title shots. Just, out of the just attacks Kofi, so he's he gets his and now Samoa Joe, I attacks the champ, so I'm I'm the number one contender. Can I say so? Like there's just no continuity or just story to story. Which it is, is why... very clear there's no long term plan. Like that's something yeah. you hear about when you hear the guys who've booked shows in the past. The two guys who are going to be taking over Raw and SmackDown now. Like, at this point in the calendar. We should be heading into SummerSlam, and SummerSlam, there should be something that's going to get us to WrestleMania. Like, Stone Cold should be beating The Undertaker, and he's on his road to WrestleMania. Like, it, that's what this should be. And by the way, just as another side note to how Best Stomping Grounds was annoying to me, as well, it was a good show. Was this, like, Survivor Series already? Another co-branded oh, pay-per-view? Oh, well, the, the, bland, the brand wild, split is over. It's, the brand stop saying Wild Guard! Yeah, the, yeah just Please. stop now. The brand split is absolutely dead. Uh, a couple of matches I just wanted to get your thoughts on from Stomping Grounds real fast. Daniel Bryan and Rowan against Heavy Machinery. I know Heavy Machinery is decent. That was a really good tag match. It really I was. I was shocked by how good that match was. Like, yes, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn against the New Day. No shock there. That's yeah. four good guys. Yeah. I know Heavy Machinery is good. That was a very good match. I, I, I very much agree. Heavy Machinery hasn't been around that long. So a lot of people, a lot of the WWE faithful don't really know who the hell they are. Yeah. And it was just, just a good match. Match. And you get the because you know you know Vince just looks at him and laughs his ass off. So you get that vibe from them right away. But then you watch them and they're good. They're yeah. good. I like tag teams like this. I would love to see Heavy Machinery in time, and we'd only want it once or twice. Please, WWE, once or twice, go up against the Viking Raider Experience Warriors, whatever the hell That's, they're called. Uh, today. That was my question, though. Where the hell are they? Well, they were at Raw. Yeah, like what? Just out of the blue. How are these guys just like now? They're just beating Gallows and Anderson to to, as a part of this Gallows and Anderson break them down to build them back up storyline or something. Yeah, are they staying now? Is that what it is? Like you're teasing another club reunion. Yeah, I think this is not. uh, Yeah, because do you think they're gone? That's because in my mind, I fantasy book everything, and then I'm disappointed because it's never as cool as the thing in my head. To me, this is like. Building towards an AJ heel turn. Like, he's he's feuding with them, and then it's all going to be a big schmoz, and it's actually AJ's a bad guy, and this was all a setup. I would love that. Yeah. But something. aren't they gone, though? I thought they were gone by the end of the I summer. Have, you know, I the mean, way everybody's book, signing 10-year deals now or and something. And everyone, so. they apparently have no problem putting people on TV when they're on their way out anymore. Clearly. So I have no idea. Like, they have a storyline. It's one thing if they're just on TV losing. But they're in a storyline with AJ Styles, who's, who's not leaving. three top guys. And he just signed a new deal. He just signed, like, a five-year deal or something. So like, I have no idea. Uh, the Kofi-Dolph cage match. Uh, I hate just because uh, cage matches aren't booked all that well. This right. one actually did have a decent story to it, so it was like, this makes sense here. We have uh, Woods you know, interfering in the Super Showdown match, and we have all yep, sorts yep. of reasons. There's actually a reason to be using a cage here. Um, the escapes are always stupid. This one was great, and it was yeah. realistic. That's what I loved about it. It, it, this it was, like was a thing. everything that a Dolph Ziggler match should be, because he's... 
while annoying as all hell, especially with his, I'm here, I'm not here, I'm taking a sabbatical, I'm not here, I'm back, I'm here again. It, it's it, He's good at the reaction. He's yeah. good at oh, the geez, getting man. heat or getting love, whenever he, whatever mood he's in. And that finish, I mean, I love the finish, but just Kofi just Oh, my God. And it's such a Kofi finish. Like, I'm going to win. The whole thing worked. That's what I loved about it. Like, that is such a Kofi finish. And speaking of cage matches, not to divert from anything real quick, but Shayna Baszler, Io Shirai on NXT cage. Did you see that yet? I have not seen it yet. I'm a little behind on NXT. Got to catch up. Oh, my God. Oh, that's... It it was... Like, I love Shayna. Pay-per-view main event worthy. Now good. that now that Ronda's gone, I think there's a real I think there's a real spot for uh for Shayna Somebody for who Shana actually Baszler. is here consistently yeah. and wants to win and So just looking ahead uh to um to Extreme Rules now. It's a few weeks away, but I want to talk about it because sure. it's jeez. honestly 205 Live starting to grow on me. It really is. Yeah. Like I really, I part of it is I dig Drew Gulak. He's yeah. he's that kind of wrestler. Like I, I want to Dean Local Malenko. Boy. Yeah, and he's Coach a Philly him. guy. He thinks Kensington's in South Philly, but whatever. I'll, well, he doesn't I'll, really know everything I'll, anymore. I'll let but... it go. Yeah, I'll let it go. He's still a Philly guy. Um, so we have Gulak Tony Nice for the Gulak won the cruiserweight yep. at the last pre-show. That'll probably be on the pre-show again, Absolutely. but maybe not because it's in Philly. Maybe it gets a little bit of that rub. Maybe we get Bailey Alexa again. Uh, who knows what kind of gimmick that'll be? We have Kofi Samoa Joe. I really thought that uh, that was going to end up being the triple threat. I'm really I mean, looking it might forward still to be too. Yeah, it might still be, but um, I'm really looking forward to Samoa Joe getting a title match here. Uh, I-, I love Samoa Joe. I'm, I'm a fan again. Like that's. I found out about those Joe Punk matches, and I wanted to see him because of Punk. Watched him, and those two are free agents at the same time. Like Joe goes to TNA, has the career he had. I'm so every time I see Samoa Joe in a WWE pay per view, I'm like, yes, yeah. this is actually something happening. It's just he's not Umaga. He's, like he exactly. actually gets to be Samoa Joe. He gets to be his guy. He gets to be who he is. He's a plus sized athlete that can do yeah. and that's uh, him, unbelievable things. Him, Kevin Owens. I look at these guys and I'm just like, yeah, bro, hold it down for the big guys. Exactly. Yes, I, I feel like you see the same thing. Because it's just, I, the reason I liked wrestling to begin with when I was younger was to see the pretty girls, obviously, oh, yeah. and to see these strong dudes throw guys all over the head. But as I grow up, it's good to see that, and because you learn, the world is different. Yeah. The world is is that's I'm is doing a big, big Daddy Graham show the other night. We're talking. We're talking about wrestling and stuff. He's just like, so who who's the sable now? It's like big. The world has changed. It is not it, like that yeah. anymore. <laughs> like, as, and like you're telling me about this women's cage match that yeah. I'm legitimately going to go home and watch you right now. You need to watch. Yeah. It. Was it the best thing in the world? No, of course not, because they're still both developing. Yeah. Was it unbelievable for the two people there? Like, I'll, I'll spoil it a smidge for you. I'm not yeah. going to tell you the outcome. But Io Shirai doing her moonsault off the top of the cage. That's awesome. Is freaking amazing. All right. Uh, we talked about the uh, back to extreme rules. Just real quick to wrap it up. We talked about the mixed tag. I, I think that's going to get booed out of the building. Ugh. Something that isn't going to get booed, but is not going to be good. Roman Reigns and The Undertaker <sighs> versus Drew McIntyre and Shane McMahon. So I, I have a pro and con with this. I, I popped unbelievably yeah. when he came back, and then I as soon the as the lights, as when the when the gong hit and the lights went out, I was like, "Ooh!" And then as soon as the lights came back on and I could see him, I was like, "Oh, that's right." Yeah, he is. And then he years tries old. to choke slam Shane, which clearly Shane did all the work on that. Yeah. Then he tries to boot 
whatever McIntyre, and then clothesline him out of the ring. It's I just like I, I tweeted I, that is I'm like please just let him retire, I, I, please. I, I guess because. Shane's calling it his yard, or Drew's calling it his yard, so he's got to... So the two guys with Roman the yard and, need to Roman come back. and Undertaker have respect for each other because they're mania mad. I, oh, it's so... I just... Let the guy rest in peace. Please. He's 150 years old. It's not going to be good. It's And listen, when we're there... We're going to pop. And the lights go out... I'm going to get excited. I'm going to be 10 years old again. Absolutely. But as soon as the lights come back on and they're wrestling, man, it's going to suck. The only thing I could hope for with this match, and it's a lot for me asking for Mr. Superman Punch Spear False Finish Superman Punch Spear Finish is that Roman carries the majority of this, which isn't great. And just you see the here's the thing the old school from Undertaker. You see the the punches and you see the choke slam and the hopeful tombstone. Uh, here's the thing: it's Drew extreme McIntyre. rules, and they have this thing going with Drew McIntyre. If you were to give me 17 minutes. Of Drew and Roman just beating the crap out of each other. I would like it. I, and I'm not crazy about this feud. It's whatever. Shane, and that's, again, one of the worst parts of Shane is he's good at what he's doing. Yeah. And it's just, I'm like, you're 50. Go away. You couldn't, like, you needed Triple H to beat X-Pac at WrestleMania 15, and now you're going to be a grandfather soon, and you're legitimately dominating Roman Reigns. Like, I, you're having WrestleMania matches with The Undertaker. I this is just blowing my mind. I read something earlier today that the, the long-term plan, which obviously, we you know, never works out with WWE. The <laughs> long-term, long-term plan, plan that's a Larry, that's a- is for him, being Shane McMahon, to be the eventual person to beat Kofi in Survivor Series, SummerSlam, whatever, for the title. So if that is true by whatever idiot dirt sheet guy I read it from. So all elite wrestling this Saturday, <laughs> live on Bleacher Report, please freaking watch. Please watch, it's free. I it's can only hope that Bischoff and oh my God, yeah, came in. Just, someone has to say something to somebody about this. Like, like you, It's you, the boss's kid. You could even put him in a match for the title. That's fine. Listen, uh, have he, you watched any? Uh, we did the show, that the one of our deleted shows. Remember the ECW Untold uh-huh. Story? Oh, yeah. Have you watched the, uh, might be the newest one, about the Kurt the Angle-Shane McMahon match? No, but I want to. King Really good. But there's also an article on Deadspin that's kind of like a um, uh, companion piece for Mm -hmm. it, talking about, because the match takes place at Continental Airlines in Jersey, and it's right after Jersey passed this uh, extreme wrestling ban, basically. We all remember SummerSlam 97. They have Christy Whitman out there. They just, finally, the Athletic Commission has nothing to do with wrestling anymore. But extreme wrestling is going to be back under the guise of... uh, of uh, of the athletic com- commission is a really cool article to read okay. and a companion piece for this untold story. Watch it on the network; pretty cool. But yeah, like extreme rules again. I bet you match for match, there's like one the, like the mixed tag. I just one I just hate mixed tags because it takes all the psychology out of a tag match. Yeah. But other than that, like this is a decent enough card. But like. Yeah, this Bischoff and Heyman thing, it I'm can't get here soon enough. That it works. I'm we just, just need some change. That's desperately. Change. Desperately. Change for the sake of change. I don't even care. Like, I like the 24 7 title. Yeah. I do. It's not the 24 7's title that there isn't something cool and entertaining, too. It's stupid and entertaining. And wrestling needs stupid and entertaining Absolutely. sometimes. You I love the Mean goofy. Street Posse. Like, 
<laughs> you need dumb. I inter- like the Spirit Squad. Yeah, I like the Spirit Squad. Exactly. It's not the comedy bit's fault that the Universal title is on the line in a tag match. Yeah. With like, it's I legitimately like the twenty four seven title. Just our truth me... and Carmella have been oh my a god. Riot truth with this is stuff. just that Good dude will do anything. Good word, but I I will say like I'm I'm hearing Moxley's voice in the back of my head like. They would have him doing this. The crazy guy, ridiculous, not knowing where he is thing. But here's the very like simple. The, pe- the same people who wrote our truths material wrote Dean Ambrose's material, and, and that not- is a problem. But here's the difference, though. One person for now, and this could change when time when AEW finally gets started, one person for now is still in the top company in the world, probably making a nice chunk of change. One person is now not. Well, By his own choice... By the way, Seth Rollins buried it on that guys. thing too. They're paying these guys. That's AEW's fun. paying their top guys. I know Get that. Get paid and maybe, maybe not be just as exposed. Who no, knows? it's not going to. It's national television. I mean, that's the thing. At this point, it's not even like they have the ratings or attendance to go on. Yeah. Like they just had, I think, fifty three hundred people at Raw. Like it's getting bad over there. And they're finally, hopefully, seeing it. Hopefully, this is the dawn of the next age. Mm-hmm. Like, we have the guys from the Monday Night Wars. They're hunkering down. It. They're going to run a show on the network opposed to AEW. They're getting ready to go to war. Whether WWE so. ever wants to admit it or not, they are getting ready to go to war. Yeah. And, and it better work. I- I ho- I just want to see some good damn wrestling. I don't care. I don't care which company wins. I don't care which company is the better show. I just want to see a good show. We win no matter what. Yeah, that's, that's the only thing. Like, Evolve is on the network. I've been wanting to see Evolve on the network for a while. It's looked like that's where it's going. I, like... Honestly, I was this close to signing up for my thirty my three day thirty day free trial of Impact Plus. I was like, I'll watch a- I'll watch AJ Styles and Samoa Joe from two thousand six yeah. before I watch another episode of Raw because it's been so bad. Uh, like, uh, yeah. Hopefully, man. And by the way, this we still a- need to pay off to Mister Firefly Funhouse. <sighs> Have you seen the background though? Have you seen these? The stuff hilarious. that's popping up in the background. This it's is getting, coming. I'm really like excited, man. I like, didn't notice it originally when the first I think Miz was walking around, or whatever, doing his thing. I didn't notice it originally. I saw the picture. Everyone I was like, "Holy crap!" All right, it's beginning. Yeah, that's Miz, and there was Kofi was like in the back getting yep. his. Uh, and the, I the, think the it was the buzzard was or the it. bunny. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was like getting his pancakes. So that let's wrap up with that. What do you think the payoff is? Do we get it in Philly? Does it happen at Extreme Rules? I'm going to say no, only because I'm not that lucky with wrestling yeah, events. Yeah, I, I know. Um, but maybe? I'm going to go out on a limb and say we get, he finally comes back, and it's in this uh, it's in this Roman-Undertaker match. He's going to start something with Taker. Good. Do it. Oh, Every, no, but then there's more Undertaker. Yeah, I know. I'm all for it because I love Undertaker like I was a kid again, but... Okay, Who's I'll do it. Cost a title. He's got to cost someone a title. That's to me what well, it has. Not unless you just get him. A Baron. I don't know. Unless you're giving. I take it back. I have no Baron idea. Baron the belt, which you're, I pray you're not going to do. You give Baron the belt. I want to hear Brock's music before the three. <laughs> yeah. Before the freaking. That's the only third way I'll be okay with Is it. made. I want to hear Brock's music. Well, and in time, Baron Corbin might end up being a good champion. He might. 
But for now, I do not go doubt away. it. But yeah, like The Rock Change wasn't ready in '97. You know what he went when he was ready in '98. Yeah. Like just, I just, it's not there yet. There's with a reason I like the ultimate brand split and the redraft and all that stuff is because originally, and Roman's kind of worked his way back to this. So I don't mean to bash him in particular, but I'm going to. I liked it because they sent Roman away. It was yeah. a different and change he could be of the pace. king of SmackDown and be something different. Right. Give me something different. It's not like, yes, this, you're going to have a Seth Rollins-Roman Reigns universal title match at WrestleMania next year, the year after, the following year, whatever. Duh, that's obviously going to happen. Duh. But just give me time to, uh, like, let it go away. Then give me time to adjust. Then let it go away again for a minute. And give it time to just, like, I, that's why at least Becky they're and away Charlotte from each away other. from each other. At least they're away from each other. For that's, now. For now. And that's, if they're going to have a match at Mania, I'm fine with that because it'll be great. Yeah. And there is a natural story there. But, like, keep them apart until the Rumble, man. Like, keep them apart until the Rumble. until the next Mania for Charlotte Becky, too. Yeah. Just say, even give us that. No reason at all. Rematch because we feel like it. Do that. Yeah. Just keep them away, please. Yeah, and listen, man. I'm, I'm like, I'm frustrated, but I just feel darkest before dawn right now. It's, I really feel something coming. I feel like there's this a is, reason they did this, and yes, I saw it took a bunch, like a month or two to get done. But there's a reason they did this. Yeah, there's a reason Vince has this going on right like, now. Like we're at WrestleMania 13 right now. Like, okay, we just came out of the worst period. We have some stuff brewing, and we have a couple and characters that are really about to take off, and we're about to hit the ground running. That's what I feel. Let's hope so. Let's hope so, man. <laughs> If not, it'll be a long couple it's, months for oh, Smarks and Stripes. Uh, it's AEW can't get here soon enough. But we'll I do am going to go home. Uh, hey, man, that's the beauty of the network. We can turn this into a damn NXT show if we wanted to. And I'm going to go home right now and watch NXT. Turtle, this was a lot of fun. We haven't was. done this in like a couple weeks, and I've been wanting to get back at it. A lot of things to say. We were all over the place today, but I think that's good. I think yeah. uh, we're all, both passionate. It all connects, we're, too. Yeah, I think it's all not, this— we're just like I think WWE, AWROH. Yeah. I think all, all these things are connected, and I think it's all going to lead to something real good real soon. Let's hope so. Turtles is a lot of fun. I will see you. I think we'll be back Tuesday, and I yes, think we're going to start doing some of our special episodes next oh, week. Yeah. So we got some good stuff brewing. Hopefully there's good stuff brewing in WWE. Remember to watch AEW this Saturday. It's free, damn it. Support it. The only way to vote is with your wallet, and it's not even coming out of your wallet. So support this damn thing. My name is Bill Matz for Turtle. Have a great week, everybody.